Trendy Tuesday is back, and I'm your host, Chase, with a late-night episode because of a labor-intensive Labor Day. Not really. I spent a lot of time watching the U.S. Open, which, reckless prediction, I predict Coco Goff to win the women's final and Djokovic to win the final. First, the past week in stocks has been pretty solid because August had a 2% drop. Now, interest rates are not expected to rise, and I can give you three good reasons. One, the jobs report that just came out was good, but weak, which is what we need to have interest rates flatten out. Two, unemployment ticked up. Three, the JOLTS report, which is the job open and labor turnover survey, showed that the U.S. economy only has about 8.8 million jobs open instead of the 9.5 million expected, or a million job postings less available. Unless job openings typically mean less negotiating power for workers because they have less optionality. Now, that's important because... Most people invest their money in either real estate or equities like stocks, and the performance of those are dependent on the health of the economy or the future health of the economy. And the economy is fueled by consumers and consumer spending, and consumer spending is fueled by a healthy job market. So if jobs reports start to weaken, that could mean the stock market could trend downward, and that's good to know. And recently, Michael Burry, the famous individual that bet against the U.S. economy back in 2007, made a $1.6 billion bet against the stock market, expecting it to go down. But he's been getting crushed recently, so I'm not saying he's wrong. He's just not right yet. And that leads us right into our three trends. For our first trend, the demand for tech hardware is down. Across the board, Intel, Apple, Lenovo, HP, Dell have all been affected by declines in sales. Is this a trend or is it coming back? For a second trend, China's struggles are not an isolated incident. The U.S. is heavily dependent on China being a successful exporter. And if they struggle, then we struggle. But it's not all bad news. And we'll dive into why. And for our third and final trend, worker shortages. We know they're there, but where are they? Where is it really bad? We'll find out in just a minute. For first trend, we know from previous trends that consumers are spending more on services than goods, but businesses are doing the same thing. They're cutting way back on their hardware, both commercially and at a consumer level. Apple recently reported a fall in its hardware sales because no one's buying those overpriced Mac. Meanwhile, Best Buy missed sales estimates in Q1 and while they beat earnings recently, they're not quite out of the woods because consumers are cutting back on discretionary spend. However, Best Buy did say this will be the year demand will bottom out and they expect next year to rise. And PC sellers like Acer and Asus saw sales lifts last month. Now the PC market as a whole has declined by 15% around this time last year. Intel also reported a 22% revenue drop and the three largest PC makers, Lenovo, HP, and Dell, saw double-digit declines in ship. Now, what's the trend here? Hardware makers will be challenged for the next year. However, we expect with newer PCs coming out to be more efficient, therefore justifying their higher cost, therefore being purchased by businesses and consumers. I personally always used to think buying the most cost-effective thing was the best thing, and in general, that's true. But when it comes to tools or hardware you use every day, those efficiency gains you get from buying a better piece of equipment are worth the cost. It is crazy that phones now cost over a thousand dollars but when you think about what they can do compared to what our computers did 10 years ago it's not that crazy so hardware makers will make a comeback but it could take a year or two and this is not professional financial advice this is just one trender's opinion all right trend number two the impact of china's slowdown is not being felt just within china International investors have withdrawn over $10 billion from the country's stock market, and surrounding Asian and African countries have experienced huge declines in trade because China is struggling to ramp back up. Now, there are positives in every negative. There's a reduction in global oil prices, cheaper exports due to deflation, which does benefit the U.S. because we're still fighting inflation. 
But this result is purely from China's decisions during COVID and making it hard for it to come back from the pandemic. And their pain will likely turn into someone else's gain, like India or Vietnam, to step up and fill the void. And that could be a great opportunity, especially for the US, who has had a number of trade disputes with China, which could lift the entire economy. For our third and final trend, worker shortages. They're everywhere, but they're becoming a lot more obvious in certain sectors. And the largest are teachers, plumbers, and pilots. And they're hard to find because it's hard to find the right people to do the job. Between demographics, economic, and low unemployment, which we talked about at the beginning of the pod, there's a lot of optionality in the jobs market right now. It may not always be that way, and it's trending the other way. But as of today, people are choosing to work a remote job over one that's in a trade, requires in-person attendant to be successful. The U.S. has a nationwide teacher shortage that's expected to be $200,000. Keep on saying it's not dollars. 200,000 people by 2025. And no surprise, the shortage is because of low pay, high turnover, and inadequate preparation and support, which only got worse from COVID. Now, plumbing, that industry has experienced a significant decline in skilled labor as well. And the driving factors of why there's a huge decline because of an aging workforce, our economy focuses on getting everyone a college education and not valuing the worth of a trades job. Less plumbers means higher costs, longer delays, and lower qualities of service from businesses that do operate in that industry, which is not great because everyone uses plumbing every day, multiple times a day. Now look up to the skies as pilots in the aviation industry are also facing a global shortage that might be only getting worse. According to Boeing, the worldwide need for pilots by 2039 will be around 760,000 to meet the growing demand for air travel. But the supply of pilots is dwindling because it's expensive to get trained and certified. A lot of pilots are retiring and the impact that the pandemic had on airlines has only emphasized the problem, which means there could be fewer flights, higher fares, and worse service. So what's the trend here? There's no labor, there's no growth, and teachers, plumbers, and pilots, oh my, are critical to the US economy, but also the global economy. Okay, now for the takeouts for first trend. The decline in tech hardware is because of a few different factors, but a major reason why is because of market saturation. A lot of consumers, schools, and businesses bought new devices during the peak of the pandemic because they were our lifeline, our jobs, and our education. But now inflation and economic uncertainties have led to more selective IT spend and lower consumer comp. And we've had a number of geopolitical upheavals, whether it's trade disputes, the war in Ukraine that have thrown wrenches in global supply chains, which have driven up the cost of production and transportation. Not to mention competition from other emerging technologies such as cloud computing, artificial intelligence, and 5G networks have reduced the need for hardware or replacement. But this problem today won't persist, and I think devices will continue to have to be updated as we innovate and improve. And we think hardware will trend up for a second trend. China's struggling to come back from the pandemic, but India and Vietnam could be among the potential winners of China's struggle. India is already taking on a greater role in Apple's manufacturing process, and Apple is the largest company in the world. By market cap. So if they test the waters in India and it goes well, this could open up a brand new trend and trade partner with the US. That could lead us into a whole new economic renaissance. For our third and final trend, stop what you're doing and learn how to teach, plumb, or pilot because there's a huge shortage for each of these areas. Now, how do we fix it? Well, the first and most obvious is increasing wages and benefits, providing more training or mentoring opportunities, apprenticeships, promoting some type of career awareness around these industries and investing in any technology or innovation that might reduce the dependency on men. 
it's important to fix these problems today while they're small, because in 10 years when they're a lot larger, it's gonna be that much harder to fix. The problems you're planning for are not going to be the ones that throw you off. It's the ones you don't see coming. I'm your host, Chase. Thanks for tuning in to a late episode of Trendy on another Trendy Tuesday. Now I gotta go and take my dog Max on a walk while I shop for a new PC and figure out how to become a pilot. Thanks for listening.